Erin, welcome. So good to see a woman in business, in the cannabis business. Um, and I know that you've actually promote or support women in business. What sort of role do you take there? Um, yes, thank you so much for having us. So at Garden Society, we're really focused on being a company that leads by example. And we're a benefit corporation for products and education for women. Um, in my corporate career, I was one of the only women there was, um, both as an engineer and then as I was promoted into running the business. And so I really believe in peer-to-peer -peer mentoring. I really believe in paying it forward, helping others, um, offering advice and support wherever possible. I know that's what has enabled us to propel into success. So it's really important to us to walk the walk and do that for others as well. Um, we did a really cool uh, thing in the springtime where we did a women entrepreneur scholarship to a mainstream women entrepreneur um, conference in Sonoma County. There was 400 female entrepreneurs from around the world. Um, over 50% were of color. So it was a really diverse crowd. We were able to go out to our cannabis community, um, PAX, Bloom Farms, Flocana, um, Papa and Barkley, Garden Society, Sava, and we were able to, able to round up $20,000 and we were able to send 40 women to the conference, 25 of which were all expense paid. So really providing opportunity. It was, you know, 15 minutes of our time um, to send out those emails and to provide an opportunity for these bigger companies to come together and really, really lead by example. And that, that's just one way where we try to try to support other women in the industry. Fantastic. I Thank totally you. support you in doing that. Um, so tell me a little bit about Garden Society. Yeah, Garden Society is a lifestyle company focused in the cannabis industry where we are products and education for women. We're a wellness company, but we really talk about wellness as it pertains to having fun, finding joy, finding balance. We're not about cutting calories or eating kale or being so healthy. We're really more about if you feel good, if you're happy, if you laugh, if you sleep, you're a better woman and you're well. And so that's really our approach to everything we do is, is having fun, bringing balance, finding joy. Um, I had sleep deprivation problems for about five years and um, a friend took me down to a dispensary um, in October and I had about um, probably seven months of the cannabis chocolate, the THC chocolate, and um, my sleep patterns totally changed. I don't need it anymore. Right. And I can sleep again. It's like a miracle to me. Nothing else worked. Yep. That's exactly what happens. You know, statistically speaking, one in two women have sleep problems and take prescription medication for it weekly. So I have sleep problems. You have sleep problems. We're two for two. You did, right? And that's where cannabis is such an amazing plant and such an amazing product. And we are really empowered around driving education to empower women to know what options they have and to use it to help them feel better. Um, and something that did I did I was highlighted about was um, there needs to be more research done mm -hmm. now on all those aspects because um, I was aller I'm allergic to CBD and mm -hmm. it gave me the runs and I had to learn the hard way and when you go online there's not much information mm -hmm. people are saying oh no it doesn't no allergies and I'm like yes there is mm -hmm. I'm living proof you know so um, it'd be great when there's more research I mm -hmm. think for for the general populace um, but tell me what do you see are the challenges and the opportunities in the cannabis business at the moment. Yeah, I think you're totally right with the science. I see it as a major challenge and a major opportunity, right? I'm a chemical engineer, so I'm also a scientist. And I come at this from a lens of show me the data, let me understand the research. And now with the federal legalization, um, with being Schedule 1, 
things are starting to loosen up. They're starting to be researched. UCLA has a research center, um, John Hopkins, Harvard. You know, there's really starting to, to move, but it's still far behind where it needs to be. Um, a lot of us look to outside of the United States for research, so Israel, Australia. Um, and so it's coming. And I think that the science is going to be a major opportunity to better understand the endocannabinoid system, the different cannabinoids, how they interact with the body. There's so many claims being made that are against the FDA regulations. Right now, cannabis is not is not um, regulated by the FDA, right? But people are still saying this helps with sleep. Well, that's a claim. So how do you know? How can you say? And so this is also a major opportunity for brands to come in and to connect the research with what needs to happen from a um, and more of a traditional CPG lens to educate consumers. I also think innovation is a huge opportunity right now. You're seeing a lot of new form factors. So at Garden Society, we have pre-rolls and edibles, and we have an innovation pipeline looking at new ways to consume. So whether that's beverages, topicals, I think there's um, opportunity for cannabis across every single segment of the CPG space, basically, that we all know and use. And so when I was young in the 60s, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, of course, we smoked a lot of dope, um, but I, I found that the edibles are like a totally different um, mm -hmm. kettle of fish, really, and um, that they're processed through the liver. It, I, I mean, I never get a high from it. It's just more I get the benefit of the sleep um, mm -hmm. and we're so grateful for that. Um, but I'm sure that there's a lot that could be done as regards, again, the research um, and to, to start getting those facts together um, mm -hmm. more than what's available now. So tell me, um, what's your personal vision of the future for the cannabis industry? Mm -hmm. I'm actually on a really cool new board called the Access and Innovation Project. And it's part of a, a really group of powerhouse women in D.C. who are Republican and Democrat lobbyists. And, you know, when I look out to the future, this is the time. California is going to lead the way. Everything's going to come out of California and roll east. It's going to go around the globe. The leading brands are going to be California brands. We're in the heart of wine country. So we really believe we have that opportunity showcase what everybody knows about California and why California is who it is today, right? Um, but I, I really hope there's an opportunity for diversity and equity to be at the table unless people are very intentional about creating it in a sustainable way, unless consumers are intentional about buying brands who have the values they want to support, there won't be the beautiful part of the industry that we know today. There won't be diversity and equity because capital is flowing in. It's extremely hard to raise money if you're a person of color, if you're a woman, if you're a veteran. And so when you look at an industry that doesn't have access to banking, that doesn't have access to the SBA, that doesn't have access to all the other places where entrepreneurs can get financing. And then you look at how hard it is to raise money. 2.3% of women raise over a million dollars, as you know. And so unless consumers are extremely intentional or regulators are extremely intentional or we come together as a community to support the industry we want to see, it, it won't be there. So when I look out, I hope that it is and I hope it's representative of the craft movement, the OGs from generations in the past, the cultivators who have been doing this for a long time. Um, and I hope that that still exists and I'm doing everything in my power to make, make sure it's there. And I, I think there's, you know, if that's your passion, then you do what you can, like I did for that year of mm -hmm. um, living like a starving artist doing my project. Um, yeah. I think it, it's rewarding on an 
another level and and I think it's a great contribution that continues to keep giving. Yeah. Well, I also think like back to tie it to your first question, that's why it's so important to walk the values. And so as garden society is growing, I try to include a woman-owned company in every part of my supply chain and ask them for an RFP. So even if I don't choose them, I'm giving them feedback and telling them why I don't choose them. I'm giving them opportunity to compete. I'm not just going to the path of maybe the common denominator or I'm not going to the path of, well, this big company uses this company, so that's where I should go too. I'm really trying to create an ecosystem that allows every business to be successful because it's not a charity. I, I was on a panel and they said, well, why should I invest in women? I already have a philanthropic project. And I said, well, you damn well better believe we make money. Yeah. We're a good investment. You don't invest in me because it's a charity. You invest in me because it's a good business decision, right? And then we try to like, whether it's peer-to-peer -peer mentoring, giving advice, you know, making sure that we support the ecosystem we want to see thrive. We do a lot of work with equity applicants. So making sure that we buy from them, we sell to them. Like, how do we turn it into a business instead of just a, a nice to do? Thank you so much. You're doing such great work. I'm really, really pleased to have met you. And I'm looking forward to the panel. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. So thank you. Welcome, Isaac. Thanks so much for coming. Um, I was wondering if you'd tell me, like, what got you attracted to working in the cannabis industry? Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, my name is Isaac Dietrich. I'm the founder and CEO of Mass Roots. We're one of the largest social platforms for cannabis consumers in the regulated cannabis industry. And I was attracted to the space. I used to work in politics, and I saw the trend of this spreading across the country. And I wanted to find some way that we could help advance this movement while at the same time building a sustainable business off of its growth. And tell me what are the current challenges for um, people in the cannabis business? Well, we face challenges that operators and entrepreneurs and many other industries don't face. Um, the most widely known is banking. Um, you know, while we're able to bank at a national institution, many, uh, many businesses that touch the plan itself aren't able to to have access to the basic banking functions. Um, but even uh, the App Store, um, a couple years ago when we were first getting started, we were permanently banned by the App Store, which could have been the death of our company. And thankfully, our community rallied behind our behind our app and, and let, you know, the powers that be know that that, um, you know, we just want a safe place to connect and rate and review medicine that is, you know, very important to, to many, many people out there. Um, but uh, thankfully, you know, we're able to work around those challenges and, uh, and, you know, they're slowly going away. But by no means is it easy to operate a cannabis business in the U.S. The challenges of being an entrepreneur generally are challenging. <laughs> and um, what are the opportunities that you see at the moment in the cannabis business? We view the greatest opportunity in the reward space. So our platform enables people to rate and review products and strains. So this strain works good for headaches. This particular cream works good for back pain. But by connecting that with a reward system, kind of like a airline rewards miles or hotel rewards points for cannabis, we feel that's a way to drive recurring purchasing and create consumer loyalty across a wide array of, of brands and clients. And we feel it's something that's, that's needed in the cannabis industry today. And so what's your vision, your personal vision of the future for the cannabis industry? Well, it's certainly going to be one of the major consumer staples out there. I mean, it's in the tens of billions of dollars. How high in the tens of billions of dollars is right now, uh, you know, the 
major, major question. But, um, you know, for Mass Roots, we really feel that if we're able to connect consumers with the best products at the best prices in their local area and deliver them something unique, a unique reward or a unique experience, then we've done our job. And that's a niche we're looking to fill. And now I know you've got experience in Colorado as well as California. Do you see any differences in the two states in how they're operating with the cannabis businesses? Well, Colorado is much more mature and much more regulated. California, you still have a number of, you know, kind of black market operators that are still in the process of transitioning. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely feel over the long run that California is going to look much more like the Colorado market in terms of regulation. California obviously is much bigger, has much more history. Um, more money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're based here. Yeah, um, and right. it's really following the market. Right. So. Well, I wish you all the success in your business and I'm looking forward to this panel tonight. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much for having me. Welcome, Jamie. Thanks so much for coming tonight. It's so great to see all these women in the cannabis business. It's fabulous. Um, could you tell me a little bit about what the Bank Corporation does? Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, Bank Corporation is a global house of brands. We have currently eight brands that are selling products in people's hands and have been for the last almost 10 years. In August, we will start our 10th year. Um, we are selling currently in seven states in the United States and nine foreign countries. We're actively in the process of expanding our footprint into more countries and more states. Our products run about 100, little over 100 SKUs of cannabis, CBD, and terpene products. Right. And what do you see personally as the current challenges and opportunities in the cannabis business? Challenges are easy. Uh, everybody has pretty much the same challenges, and that's legislative. There's no banking, there's no interstate commerce, and there's some things that we're all struggling with, raising capital and, um, you know, just running a basic business. We take things for granted. Um, you know, I came out of the real estate world, and it, it was easy to go get money if, if the deal made sense. And in cannabis, there's still a stigma, and people are, are worried about it. I'm starting to see that erode. The, the stigma, and I'm starting to see um, my friend's parents calling me and asking me about CBD, people that would never have done that before. So you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Yeah. So segueing into the second part of your question, what are some of the opportunities? <clears throat> the sky is the limit. We are seeing uh, Europe, Asia, South America, um, populations of people are looking for alternative methods of, of health care, trying to get away from opiates, trying to live healthier lifestyles. We're seeing cannabis doing great things for social justice and for the environment. And there's, a, there's just tremendous opportunity to uh, give people access to the plant in a meaningful way. Fabulous. And what do you see is your personal vision of where we're going in the cannabis industry? My personal vision is <clears throat> that where, where the industry is going or where, where I think we're going is that every single person in this um, United States and in the globe is going to have access to the plant. I think we're going to see cannabis being legalized very soon. And I think um, the descheduling of cannabis in the U.S. may may very well be the tipping point for the rest of the world. Right. Fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to this panel again. Thank you so much for coming. 
Thank you again for having me. It's it's a really it's an honor and the people that I'm on the panel with I'm really looking forward to meeting and getting to know. Thank you.